Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Tyron here with us. Hey everyone. Why the pause? I just can't hear anymore because that was so loud. <laughs> I, th- I thought you paused for dramatic effect. Uh, yes, I did that as well. So today we're going to be talking about the Tomorrow War. Yes, today, yes. not yeah, tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Today's war, tomorrow. We're talking about tomorrow's war today. Yes. So this is the Amazon Studios film released oh, on we watched it yesterday we watched it we watched it yesterday it released uh, a couple of days ago in time for the but it's uh, tomorrow's war it's t- yes yeah. yeah but we're reviewing it today <laughs> but we but watched, we watched it, yesterday. it yesterday yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get where you're going with that joke now <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke it's just observation <laughs> i'm just observing what happened <laughs> so this released in time for the july 4th weekend in the united states so it released directly to amazon prime video it was previously meant to be a theatrical release by Paramount. It's got a budget of $200 million. I'm pretty sure it re- released a... Did it release a Prime Video in America or did it release a Paramount Plus? I think they bought it before they announced Paramount Plus, so it okay. released to Amazon. Uh, Amazon bought the rights for this for $200 million. Director streaming release. Uh, it's starring Chris Pratt. I think he's the, the headline. It says that even the title says Chris Pratt, The Tomorrow War. Chris Pratt's Tomorrow War. It's his war. But it's tomorrow. But it's tomorrow. Not today. But we watched it yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Directed by Chris McKay. So he directed Lego Movie previously. So he was one of the directors on Lego Movie. And he was involved in a lot of the other Lego movies. he does a lot of writing, doesn't he? He doesn't direct much, but he writes a lot of stuff. I think so, yeah. So he was was a co-director for the Lego Batman movie as well. Sorry, no, he directed the Lego Batman movie. And he co-directed the Lego movie. And Chris Pratt's in the Lego movie, isn't he? He's, he is. Yeah, he's the yeah. character. Apart from that, he's not really involved. He hasn't really done too much more. So he obviously he's directed this movie. And apparently he's going to be directing a Nightwing movie, which I didn't know even existed. 
Did you know that there was a Nightwing movie coming up? Uh, yeah, I think I did. I don't know. DC announces a lot of stuff. He's also directing a movie called Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest, what? yeah. I Does don't... anyone know what Johnny Quest is? <laughs> is it a comic as well, Johnny Quest? Young adventurer Johnny Quest joins the scientist's father, Brenton Quest, along with the best friend, Haji. Oh, uh, I vaguely remember this. Race Bannon. Is this a Hanna-Barbera thing? His pet bulldog. Yeah, it's a, it's a Hanna-Barbera. Remember this? Remember this thing? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it, but it looks... Familiar. familiar. It's like Scooby-Doo slash... Yeah, it is an animated Hanna-Barbera series. Hanna-Barbera. What What are the other Hanna-Barbera? Like Jetsons. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Flintstones? Yeah, Flintstones. Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, it's, it's one yeah. of those. Not looking forward to that one. Okay. <laughs> In terms of TV, he's done robot chicken stuff. Apart from that, not, not too many well, other things. Yeah, just Lego stuff. Apart from Chris Pratt, it's got the only other sort of... Uh, known actor, I guess, is J.K. Simmons in a minor role, I would say. He's not in it that much. And apart from that, I don't know anyone else in this movie. I've seen a lot of these people in TV shows, but their names, I wouldn't know. Do you have the big fat guy? Well, yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. The guy at the start. The guy at the start. He's a fat guy. He dies. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, be- the one with the beard. Yeah, he's in something that I cannot remember at this moment. Oh, yeah, he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And the girl who dies is also in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, okay. So both of them are. Yeah, they're both in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. There's like familiar faces. Familiar, but overall forgettable because they're not really in it that much. It's mostly about Chris Pratt. What is the story of this one? Yeah, it's an interesting story, actually. It's quite a good one. Yeah. Do you want me to go into it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was a rhetorical question or you just didn't understand the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a bit of both, actually. I think you, I've got questions. Yeah, you just didn't understand it, so <laughs> I, you were just asking me. So Chris Pratt's a, a scientist. He's a school teacher. He's but, a biology yeah. teacher, I think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was an ex- But he's an ex, he's an ex-military as yeah. well. So he's uh, he can do everything. It's the Soccer World Cup final. and um, 2022, yeah. Yep, yep. And they're watching the final. And then... Brazil versus France, I think? Brazil versus France, someone. maybe. Yeah. Brazil versus someone. I can't... Who else wears blue? It's, it was obviously Brazil. It's definitely Brazil, yeah. but I'm not yeah. sure who the other team was. Yeah, it could be France. But anyway, the, the game gets interrupted because um, people, people, people come from back the in time. from future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're back in time from future. And they're like, we got... We got a war and we got we want you to fight our war. And it's tomorrow's war. That's a story. That's right. And yeah. then they start recruiting people, just ordinary people, from the past to go to the future and fight this war. Yeah. Because there's only like five hundred thousand people in the left future alive. In, in the yeah. future, yeah. And then Chris Pratt is obviously involved in it in some way. He they need his uh skills in the future. They need Chris Pratt, yeah. Yeah, they just need Chris Pratt. He's got a special set of skills. Uh, well, we can jump into positives and negatives, but I thought this reminded me of multiple movies at multiple times. So firstly, it reminded me of Interstellar because... It, b- it didn't remind me of Interstellar. Uh, because... Oh, because of the father. Nah, not really. Then every movie that has a father-daughter... father-daughter no, but it, yeah. he meets the daughter... In the future, he meets like an older version of his daughter 
Then it, that literally happens for like two seconds in Interstellar, and in <laughs> Interstellar she's like a grandma. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's you're you're pulling at straws there. It didn't okay, remind me of not, Interstellar. not Interstellar. All no, right, okay, yeah. we'll cross that one off. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, it did remind me of Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, it kind of could be in the same universe as Edge of Tomorrow. Almost, it seems like it's yeah very similar to Edge of Tomorrow. I guess general time travel type movies like Terminator. I guess except it's the reverse of Terminator, so you're sending people into the future. Yeah. 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 I, I actually had a list. Let me yeah. find my list. It's a physical list that you have. Yeah, like he's actually list, yeah. he's actually going to find a list. <laughs> I found my list. You got a list. Yes, I got a list. So uh the other movie was Quiet Place. In terms of it has monsters in it. Yes. Yeah. And it's like apocalyptic. I think you're stretching stretching a little bit there. Then you could say it's like Independence Day because that has aliens in it. Yeah, it is like Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, that's not on my list. I'll add it to my list. It's a bit like Alien. Well, not Alien, Aliens Yeah, because it's more action type. You, um, then it could be like Predator as well because that's got an alien in it. I guess. But in Predator, yeah, it could be. You're, yeah. I think you're stretching a little bit. Yeah, what Any about Avengers Endgame? Mon- no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about Fast and Furious 5? Fast 5. It's got a car in it, so I guess it's like that. <laughs> it's got multiple cars. Yeah, But, yeah, um, yeah, I just thought it was reminiscent of a lot of – like, it's kind of like – I felt like it was like Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, it's like, yeah. A, it's like a combination of a lot of movies, but it's probably inferior to all of those movies. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't say it's that much inferior, but it's it's not as good. Yeah, it's not as good as some of those. Which ones is it better than? <laughs> I know. What, what was on the list again? Interstellar. It's better than Independence Day. 100% better than Independence Day. Is it really? Independence Day is trash. Okay. Interstellar, it's not better than that. It's not like Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be on the list. Quiet Place? Yeah, probably not better than that. Yeah, it's not better than Quiet Place. It's not better than Edge of Tomorrow. No. It's not better than Terminator. At least. It's It's better better than than the second one. It's better than some of them. It's better than some Terminators. But but yeah, it's it's like a general time travel slash sci-fi action movie. It's a I found it to be a bit generic. I guess we could jump into positives and negatives. Positives, I guess Chris Pratt is a positive. He was he was Good. I think they could have probably used him a bit more. They probably could have used his humor a bit more. Did it have to be Chris Pratt in this movie? Could have been anyone, I think. Yeah, but you could say that about most movies, I feel like, these days. Chris Pratt's also an executive producer on this one. So it's, yeah. his, it's the first movie that he's ever uh, yep. produced. Yeah. I thought the concept was interesting to an extent. I thought the concept was cool, but it was reminiscent of Edge of Tomorrow. Like, that's that's what it reminded me too much of. But, and Edge of Tomorrow does it better. But I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was an interesting concept. It was, yeah, it was interesting, yeah. but it could have been more interesting. Because everyone's seen time travel movies now. Like, this is not something that people, it's like new to people. Like, people have seen it. So I feel like yeah. everything in this movie was not really that original. I probably would have had more of your opinion if it wasn't just straight to streaming. Because as a straight to streaming movie, this is like top tier. Yeah, so I was gonna yeah. I was gonna discuss is- that because because it's straight to streaming, are we being le- more lenient on it? Because I think so. Yeah. If it wasn't, if it was in the cinema like it was originally meant to be, would we 
be much more negative on this. Probably. But as a straight to streaming, this is probably the best straight to streaming movie I've seen this year. I feel like there was there was definitely a better one than this this year. Straight to streaming. Was wasn't there a straight to streaming? Well Ryan the Last Dragon and um That theatrical uh, Oh Luca is straight to streaming. I think this is better uh, this is on par with Luca. Nah I think Luca was Luca wasn't that great either. Like, it wasn't amazing, but I think Luca was better than this. Yeah. In terms yeah. of, like, action movies that come to streaming, though, like, this is good. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It's better I guess than it was, all the Netflix stuff that they put out. It's. I guess yeah. it was better than Army of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I not agree. that much better. It's not, like, that much better than it. I think it's That's the a, same sort of ballpark as Army of the Dead. But Yeah, but yeah. watching it as a straight to streaming, I think I'm okay with it. You can pause it and you can walk away and come back. Uh, definitely if it came out in the cinemas, I think we would have been harsher on it. And yeah. that's why I'm, I'm not sure if we're meant to have this division. Like if it's streaming, we treat it slightly more leniently if it's not because it's still a movie. So generally we should treat them the same. But that being said, I think it's still not a, it's not a terrible movie. Yeah. So I still enjoyed it it's pretty predictable the concept was cool and they could even go back to the universe and it'll be interesting as well possibly yeah but i think they've yeah. sort of closed it up and we can get into it in spoilers but i don't think there's that much scope scope or appetite i don't think anyone after watching this is like oh, i definitely need to see a sequel like i wasn't like that i'm like this is enough I thought I thought it was a intri- like it was different enough that it wasn't just a direct copy. Yeah, but it was yeah. kind of a copy of multiple things. That's why it doesn't feel like a direct copy. Yeah, I, f- I feel yeah. like it, there was a lot of. I feel like you're stretching with some of the stuff <laughs> copied though. You're just saying like yeah. any alien movies a copy of it. <laughs> no, like, I genuinely day. felt like <laughs> it was a bit like Interstellar though, because the way he has his relationship with his daughter, because he's like, "Oh, I'll come back," and then he goes and. Then he has this adventure and he ends up meeting her anyway. And yeah, like, yeah, uh, that's like saying that though. Most movies about father daughters or father sons or whatever are like that. So I guess, yeah. I guess it was, it didn't have the emotional depth that Interstellar had anyway. Cause I didn't really care about any of the characters, including Chris Pratt, to be honest. But saying that we watched this like with pausing it in the middle and stuff like that, it might have been a better experience if we just watched it. Straight. Straight through. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. And they did try to weave in – it could have been even more generic, but they tried to weave in some stuff around his relationship with his father and then his relationship with his daughter. So that sort of added mm. a bit more weight to it. I like, feel like you think it's more generic than it actually was. I think it was it was original enough. I wouldn't say it's like a brand new idea or anything, but it's not like a direct copy of anything. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. not. It's not a direct copy of anything. It's yeah. a. It's a partial copy of many things. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 So negatives wise, I thought the CGI was a bit wonky. Like it didn't feel like a. That's a. That's another thing. So because it was on streaming, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like wonky CGI. It's okay. But if it was theatrical, I'd be like, this is not great CGI. I don't know if yeah. you felt that, but I thought yeah, the most times. of the. Yeah, most of the sort of um, the aliens, I guess, that they face, they don't really look that good. Probably on par with like a quiet place, though. I think like the uh, CGI is probably as good as that. It's no on the screen we saw it on. It yeah, no except yeah. they're much more prominent 
in the quiet in a quiet place, then you don't see them that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're not on screen much, but in this, they're it's a different kind of movie. It's not a horror movie, so they're it's an action movie. So you see them a lot more. So I thought that was a bit of a edge negative. Of tomorrow, it's probably on par with the yeah. The creatures this is a much bigger budget movie than Edge of Tomorrow, though. I think yeah. So it probably should look better than it did. When you start doing time travel movies. Like I said earlier, people have seen a lot of time travel movies now. It's pretty, people are pretty well educated on the way time travel works, at least in movies, uh, because you know we've had going all the way back to Back to the Future, um, we've had different versions of time travel. So I, I feel like in this, there's moments where you're meant to feel emotionally connected with the character because something is going to happen that's going to change the character's past or future or whatever, but. We know how time travel works. So, like, if someone goes into the future or someone goes into the past, there's a chance that things can change. I don't think it's – I think it's a different dimension. Yeah. I think it's two different dimensions. Oh, okay. So, you mean it's like a different reality. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not the same future. Yeah, okay. Because in their past, in the the future's past, no one ever comes back to the – to their past and warns them that the war is coming. So it's not like a loop. It's not a loop. Well, yeah. That wasn't. Yeah. That wasn't that evident to me. Why would they? Did, did this future just want to save another reality from the war? Is that why they came back? Because well, I would have no, thought no, they, they would have. They came back to try and get people to save their future. If that makes sense, because they come back to get people in the army to kill the things. So they didn't come back to warn them. They came back to take them. To save their reality. To save their reality. Yeah, but yeah. then we can get into the spoilers, but kind of wasn't the plan. Well, yeah. I think the original plan was different to what happens in the end and the yeah. actual plan. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like we can yeah. talk about that stuff maybe in spoilers, but I thought when you start doing time travel stuff, especially now, because people know how they've seen a lot of time travel movies and some movies have done it, Pretty well, and some movies. I think I if you haven't. think of it as two dimensions, though, it makes sense. It sort of makes sense. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, another thing is alien invasion movies. We've also seen quite a few of those, yeah. so I didn't feel like it added anything. Nah, the aliens are pretty generic. Yeah, yeah. More to the more in terms of alien invasions, and apart from that, there's I've just got sort of spoilery stuff. So I guess we can we can jump into that. Okay, did you have anything else to say, non-spoiler? Nah, not really. I thought it was all right, though. This is probably the closest I've got this year, apart from the the movie I'm going to talk about later in this episode, to a cognitive regression. But I'll still probably give it a cognitive recalibration just because it's not that bad. It's okay. It's a mediocre movie at best. It's got enough in there to sort of watch once, I think. I think being on streaming, I would... uh I would watch it. Yeah. I would definitely watch it. It's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people will. I think they've timed it so that people. There's no major release this week in terms of theatrical, and it's a long weekend in. Um, well, it's the July Fourth weekend in the US, so they've sort of timed it around that. So I think they'll get decent viewership on this. It's it's better than most of your. It's yeah. It's definitely better than most of your action streaming movies that come to all the platforms. Okay, so if you haven't seen The Tomorrow War and you care about spoilers, come back to this point in the episode. I'll leave the timestamps in the description and you can listen to our spoilers. 
So the other stuff I want to talk about, so the time paradox type stuff, because I thought what I it wasn't evident to me that it was a different reality. I thought it was all no. the same. Yeah, well, I, I thought about it, and that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. So it's a different dimension. But then they talk about, Chris Pratt talks to his friend before yeah. they go into the future about the paradox because they only pick individuals that have already died in the future to go into the future. So does that doesn't that mean that it's the same timeline not necessarily maybe you can't bring someone that's already dead in a different dimension to your dimension you mean that's still alive it's still alive so you can have you can't have two people or else it creates some sort of paradox yeah i just wasn't yeah because i I was thinking through all of that i don't think they they, i don't think they explicitly say it yeah but But then but then they kind of rely on that to like for some emotional weight especially when he goes into the future and he sees his daughter older daughter and then she's basically gonna die in her future but he's like i'm gonna fix it i'm gonna go back and i am i'm gonna go back to the past but then he's gonna come back to the future again or something to help her fight in the future i don't think he says that i think he says that first he she said when she first says that they have no chance in this in this future uh, i think he's like oh i'll go when she creates the antidote thing yeah yeah Yeah. so if he the, the reality is that if he goes back in time and he's got the antidote, it means she survives in the future, essentially. So he wouldn't have to come back. Yeah. So yeah. if he. But that's if it is a time. That's if it's in the same timeline. That's right. That's why no, I didn't get it. It's a that's two why. Di- it's two, if it's two dimensions, he has to go back and then come back again to save her. But yeah. he can't come back. But then technically, this is not even really his daughter then. Because yeah. the daughter is in his reality, which is where he came from. So technically, after he goes to the future, up to the point where he goes to the future, the daughter's exactly the same. But after he goes to the future, it's two different daughters. And I guess that makes sense because he's like, oh, I wouldn't, because in that future reality, he leaves his wife and he yeah. dies in a car crash or whatever. And he's like, oh, that wouldn't happen in my past. So, so he changed after that, after he went to the future, he's... It's two different people as well. So it's the convert it's the two timelines. I guess so. But yeah. that's not very clear. It's not evident. It makes sense if you think of it like that. Other things that kind of there's small logic and I didn't really mention this in negatives, but there's like logical stuff that you gonna you kind of just have to go with. Like there's this part where they talk about a volcano and they there's like, Oh, we need a volcano expert and they yeah, end up they talking to a kid. kid. Yeah, they could have uh, just Googled it. I mean or they yeah. could have Surely there's a volcano expert in the world that's not a kid. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's surely someone else. They just go to a university and ask for someone. Maybe the kid is just easy access, so they went to him. <laughs> and then he also has, like, access to this insane software where he can just type in stuff and it just comes up with, like, volcanic eruptions. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is lots of logical inconsistencies. Also, the cu- the editing is weird. It, at certain times, you see characters in certain situations, and then it cuts, and in the next scene, they're like away from that situation. When did that happen? Oh, like multiple times. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's, for instance, there's this one time close to the end, there the daughter and Chris Pratt are like the the monsters are like really close to them, and she's shooting them. She's shooting one of them with a pistol. Yeah, and Chris Pratt's behind her, and then the scene cuts. And then the next scene, they're just running across uh, like a walkway. I think yeah. the action wasn't that great in this. Like it wasn't didn't blow me away or anything. That because of probably because of that, like there was just some weird editing even in the action sequences where they'd cut from 
something important that's happening. And then when you come back, they they're kind in of, a different spot. Yeah, yeah. They, they kind of yeah. skipped over that. So it's yeah. mostly just a lot of shooting. Like the action isn't that interesting. They could have done something better with it. And even the aliens. They're like Edge of Tomorrow aliens or Quiet Place aliens. They yeah. look very similar. Yeah. Except yeah. they're white. Yeah. And they, they uh, spit out like spikes. Yeah. Hence they're yep. called white spikes, I think. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Maybe I sound more negative than I than I actually am, but um, I I actually enjoyed it for what it was. Like yeah. I had fun with it. So before they titled this Tomorrow the Tomorrow War, they had multiple other titles. I can go through them and we can decide what, like how good they are. So one of them was Generation Alien, which mm, is no good. No good. Okay. Yeah. World War A. Mm, no. Why? <laughs> I, I didn't understand why it would be that. World War Alien? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. maybe. Okay, nah. Because World War Z is- What, is it like in the World War Z universe? Or- <laughs> yeah. Because that's zombies, that con- right? Yeah, I yeah. think that would confuse people. Yeah. Like it would be in the same universe or something. Generation Gone? Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Saving Private Rye Alien? No, that's not real. That's, <laughs> that, you made that one up or someone's, someone's hoaxing Well, this was, this was Chris Pratt's um, tweet, actually. Before they he's announced jo- it, he's joking. He's that's not serious. Before they announced the uh, yeah. title, so I think some of them are serious. Some this, this one was saving serious. private, whatever that one was, is not real. <laughs> and the one before that as well, World War World War A, that's not real either. He's he's playing um, a joke on you. You're taking it serious. And there's World War. There's WWZ two. World War Zombie two, but with A's, not Z's. Okay. Anyway, Horizon White Spike. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Hero? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Draft. Okay, this is this, Yeah, this he's hoaxing you. Yeah. Um, Generation Draft. Miller Genuine Draft. City Slickers. City Slickers? Just <laughs> 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 a, a remake of City Slickers. <laughs> Alien Dawn. Rapture Dawn. Apocalypse Dawn. Hero Dawn. Destiny War. Saving Tomorrow, and the last one was Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow Saving War. Tomorrow is not bad. Some of those were clearly <laughs> jokes. I <laughs> yeah. thought they were serious. I, I took them way too seriously. Yeah. yeah, I think the initial title was Ghost Draft, which was I think it was just a working title. Yeah, he posted that back in November of 2019. So this was meant to come out qu- quite a while ago, I think, but mm. obviously COVID. Which might be why there's some weird editing stuff because they probably did get to shoot everything they wanted to shoot. All right. Anything else? Not really. I I thought it was a good time. So we're still giving the cognitive recalibration, so I guess our cognitive recalibration streak continues. Yes, except for Quiet Place (laughs) 2. Yes, which we'll keep coming back to. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So I also watched In the Heights this week. And this technically can't break their cognitive recalibration streak because I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah, It only counts if I've seen it. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I could still give it a rating, but yeah, I mean, I went into this. A lot of people told me that this is like amazing and it's like one of the best movies this year and it's like an amazing musical and critically it's like 97% on tomatoes or something. So it's obviously had high high expectations going into it. Uh, I think whenever I go into a musical, the, the movie, like a movie that's based on a musical, I guess the movie is sort of fighting an uphill battle because I'm not a huge fan of musicals. I like some of them, but I'm not a I'm not really a musical person. And I guess this didn't reach the heights that I was expecting it to reach. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it it was fine. So it's it's basically centered it's a Lynn Manuel Miranda musical. Uh so he actually did this one before Hamilton. So this was one I think it might have been his first musical on Broadway. So it's based off that the way they've shot the movie, I feel like they've just taken scenes from the musical and they've just made it into into the movie. Mm. So sometimes it doesn't always translate that well. But there are some interesting things on how they've... So it's directed by John M. Chu, who directed Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. So he's obviously good at depicting a certain culture. So in this, it's basically... Uh, based in Washington Heights, so it's around. Uh, it's based around Latino culture in in Washington Heights, like in in the district in New York. So it's a lot about that sort of culture. Visually, they've done some interesting things. So it is a musical, but they've sort of made it a bit more interesting with having like props and um, just showing different musical numbers. Different, like there's one part where they start walking on the side of a building. And they have like a musical, they have a song on side of a building, which was interesting. Like they did stuff like that to make okay. it more visually. It doesn't sound that interesting, but I guess yeah. it, I well, guess it I was guess more interesting than what you're The rest of the movie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the, the where the movie just didn't get me was just the characters. I just didn't really find them that interesting. <laughs> Maybe if you've watched the musical and you like these songs, you really enjoy it. I didn't really 
I haven't seen the musical and I don't know the song. So the songs were fine, I guess. They're like Lin-Manuel Miranda's style of music. So it's like R&B because he's kind of reinvented the Broadway musical. So it's not like a typical musical. Yeah, it's like a – it's cooler musicals. Yeah, it's like so, a cool – cool. Yeah. yeah. It's musicals for cool people. Yeah, for cool people. Yeah. Still not cool enough for me though. <laughs> Yeah, so it was the music was fine. The other thing I find with musicals is because they have a narrative within songs, like things are happening within songs. The movie's moving forward. You need to understand what they're saying sometimes to like figure out what's happening. And because they're singing and there's like all this music and everything, sometimes you miss what's being said. And I found that a little bit with this one. The four main leads were so there's four, there's like two couples, I guess, which it kind of centers around. One is this the main character, I guess, he's Anthony Ramos. I'm not sure if he's been in other things, but I'm pretty sure he was in the In the Heights musical on Broadway. Oh, okay. So he comes yep. from that. He has a dream of moving to the Dominican Dominican Republic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he that's his dream. Then there's I think it's Melissa Barrera, who's his pair, and she wants to become a fashion designer. And then there's this, I think it's Nina, who comes from this, she grew up in Washington Heights, but she's kind of one of the most educated people in the neighborhood. So she goes and studies at Stanford, but she doesn't really want to because she's doing it more because her father wants her to do it. And then there's this other guy, who I forgot his name, but basically he's the least developed and he just works for Nina's father, essentially. Yeah. Like he doesn't have much of a story. So I like overall... They were fine, like the, the four were fine, but some of them get more development than others. Like this last guy, he barely got anything. The two main ones that do get the most development are Anthony Ramos and Nina, like the girl that goes to Sanford. So those two kind of have more of a story, but then even their stories, it's paced kind of weird. At some points of the movie, you feel like some characters aren't that interesting, but then suddenly they become uh, not that important and suddenly they become really important. So stuff like that. Obviously, I'm an outlier on this because everyone loves this movie. <laughs> it's produced well, and it's I guess it's directed pretty well. So, just for the from a technical point of view, I think it's it's made well. Oh, the other thing is it's very long. I felt it was very long. It was like two and a half hours. Don't think it it's needed to be that long. But yeah, I think they musicals just musicals tend to be long though. Yeah, like well, yeah. if you go watch a musical, it's like four hours. Yeah, because they'll yeah. have. Taking the set off and whatever, yeah, yeah, and they'll have like an intermission and everything. It's like it'll yeah. be it'll be long, but I think they've literally just got all the songs, all the narrative, and just put into this movie. And they probably could have cut some of it, but everyone seems to love it. So maybe you are, maybe I'm just, an idiot. maybe I'm just weird. I'll probably still give it a cognitive recalibration though, just because maybe I'm just not the correct demographic for this. And I was a bit bored. Actually, my wife didn't enjoy it either, uh, and she usually likes musicals. But I think the overall visual flair of the movie and the way they explored this culture and just the technical aspects of it, the music was fine. I can't remember any of the songs, but at the time they were fine and the leads were pretty good. So based on that, I'd give it a... I think both of these are pretty borderline cognitive recalibrations for me. Uh, but it's I'm definitely not as positive on this one as, I, as everyone else is. Mm. I, I just didn't think it was that good. Maybe we just hate musicals. <laughs> Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's also West Side Story later this year. Yeah, I can't imagine that being good. Although Steven Spielberg, <laughs> Steven Spielberg, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think there's a musical out there that I enjoy that I like. Greatest Showman. I hate that movie. <laughs> I, I frankly, think, I, I hate that movie so much. 
Yeah. yeah. I, well, this is probably a better movie than Grey Showman, but I would watch Grey Showman over this. I just think it's it's just got more character. Like it's got Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron. I don't know. It's just it's just a bit more interesting for me than this. Yeah. I'm not going to give it a regression just because I was just a bit bored in it, but I, I don't think it's bad. Like it doesn't commit any sins or anything. So it's. I think it's John M. Chu's probably – I think Crazy Rich Asians is definitely better than this, but that's also not a musical. Huh. All right. Will you watch it based off my review? No, no. I never planned on watching it either. <laughs> I, I I don't like musicals. I find them pretty boring. So it's, uh, it's, not, it's not the movie's fault that I don't like it. I just don't find them interesting. So I don't really watch them, and I won't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a musical that you might like. I guess I like the Disney musical. They're not that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I like guess, they're musicals. Yeah, I guess they are. They're all right. What if Marvel made a musical? I don't think they ever will. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. They could yeah. do like a what if type thing where it's a musical. Yeah, that'll be like an episode though. It won't yeah. be, I don't think they'll ever do a full movie that's a musical. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe like I could see them doing it with like Deadpool or something and make it like a comedy. Which could actually be good, but I wouldn't. Otherwise, I wouldn't care. Both of these movies, I'll never watch again. I'm yeah, glad I, I watched. Watch either. Yeah, this is the closest I've got to a regression on both. Um, uh, I think Tomorrow War is all right. Yeah, Fast Fast Nine's definitely a worse movie. <laughs> but still, yeah. I would watch that. As a- yeah, it's Fast Nine's. Yeah, yeah, not a good movie. But <laughs> we we had fun with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think critics understand what. Fast and Furious movies are as well because you don't see those ones getting like twenty percent. Nah, yeah. they, they actually score all right. Like so I think they sixty or something. They yeah. they understand what what they're trying to go with with those, but they're clearly yeah. not good movies. And this is this tries to be a better movie than those ever try to be. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the key thing. Like this yeah. tries to be a proper. It takes itself seriously. We're At times, about, yeah. We're yeah. talking about tomorrow, the Tomorrow War again. But, yeah, yeah, it's basically tries to take itself a bit more seriously. And that's why you have to take it seriously. And that's why it kind of it's not as good. Yeah. Whereas Fast yeah. and Furious, the, the people making it aren't even taking it seriously. So Yeah, but yeah. there's comedy in this movie. It's not super serious. It's It's got it's levity. It's more just, yeah. yeah, it's got chuckles. It's yeah. got chuckles yeah. here and there. Oh, yeah, and J.K. Simmons was barely in it. Yeah, he's uh, hardly in it. I thought he was going to die at the end. Yeah, same. But they, but they fake it <laughs> he out, didn't have yeah. to slice his hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was not necessary, man. <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. All right, so I think that's all we had this week. This mm. is kind of a... In-between week. In-between week, but I think from next week on, it was just full, full speed forward because we've got Black Widow, then Loki, then a whole bunch of other stuff, Space Jam. Did we want to watch Space Jam next week? Uh, we could probably just wait. We could probably wait. Yeah. Unless, yeah, maybe, I don't know. We could watch it if you want. <laughs> I don't mind. We won't be reviewing it till later anyway. But, yeah, next week, Black Widow. We'll see how that goes. Review's already out. I'm hearing mixed things. Maybe that's out of uh, – that would be the most ironic thing to happen if throughout this year we've been had a streak of recalibrations, but then a Marvel movie is the one that breaks the mm. – <laughs> Breaks it. Uh, my uh, my prediction is it's going to be Space Jam. Space Jam. Because I watched a trailer for Space Jam today before a YouTube video, and oh my god, it's. <laughs> oh, is it a new new trailer or oh, is it? No, it was like a clip from the movie? It's a rap battle. 
Okay. No, I haven't seen this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. D- d- whatever the pig is in Looney Tunes, oh, it's a pig um, doing a rap. Porky pig is a porky yeah, pig. Yeah, yeah. I'm not much of a Looney Tunes person, actually. Yeah, yeah. look, it's yeah. from everything I've seen, it looks very, very suspect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do we have in schedule? Let me make my prediction. I don't think it'll be Black Widow. I think it'll be Space Jam. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Black Widow. I already know it's not Loki because we've seen four episodes of it and it certainly hasn't been bad. We've got uh, – it could be Snake Eyes. Yeah, I looked – the trailers for Snake Eyes actually look all right. Looks like it has some good martial arts in it, so. Could be okay. I saw a trailer for Jungle Cruise before In the Heights. Looks fine. It looks like they're trying to do it's another – um, generic rock movie. It looks like they want it to be another Pirates of the Caribbean style thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's also based off a ride. So we'll see where that goes. I don't think it'll be terrible. Suicide Squad, I think probably be, be all right. Yeah. If we get past Space Jam, then we've got Jungle Cruise, which might be okay. Suicide Squad, which should be okay. Then we've got our review for The Bad Batch, which should be fine. I haven't watched any of it, so yeah. yeah. Free Guy. Could be okay. Shang-Chi. Should be all right. But if we get this far... I think this is this has got to be the one that's going to break the streak, and that's Venom. Let there be carnage. Yeah, I don't know. It could be okay as well. It's directed by Andy Circus. So yeah, let's see how far we get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't think we're getting past Space Jam. To be honest, <laughs> I think it's going to be Space Jam. So okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But we'll after see. Space Jam, we might have another good streak. We could have a bit of a streak, yeah, because yeah. then we've got Dune and... Um, but there has been bad movies this year. We just haven't reviewed them <laughs> or seen them. Yeah, yeah. but, like, mainstream-wise, there hasn't been really bad There's movies been, this year. Uh, I think The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife's meant to be pretty bad. Yeah, I've heard it's... Yeah. I've heard it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, isn't there some, like, um, what's her name, Melissa McCarthy film that's meant to be pretty bad? Oh, on, on Netflix, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It was yeah. on Netflix, yeah. yeah. I think there's still bad stuff out there. We just don't watch. We just it. haven't watched it. Yeah, probably, probably in terms of what we watch. But compared to good. our previous years, yeah, I think we've. This is definitely long a long streak. Yeah. The stuff we're into has been pretty on par with what we expect it to be. I guess. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. If people want to get in touch with us and tell me about how good In the Heights <laughs> is and how wrong I am, how do they go about it? So they can contact us on. Cognitive Recalibration Podcast at gmail.com or on all platforms. Just search Cognitive Recalibration. Yeah. So that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're on all of those. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so by giving us a good review on iTunes. That makes us more discoverable on the iTunes search engine. If you're a listener on Spotify, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast platforms, if there's a mechanism for you to give us a review please do so because that will make us more discoverable but otherwise just listen to our episodes because that's what drives the algorithm so just listen to the end even if you haven't watched the movie i think i've said this in the past just listen to our non-spoiler section and just let it play till the end but you don't have to listen to it (laughs) just so that we get the download all right so another episode down next week we will be watching black widow next week we will be watching black widow i think we'll just have our normal monday release But if we can release it early, we will. But I think we might not be able to uh, just because we thought we could watch it early, but it looks like we can't now. So it'll probably be the normal Monday midnight release in Australia, Australian Eastern Time. So whatever that translates to. It's a a Sunday for most of the world, actually. So Sunday release in the States. 
Cool. All right. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week for Black Widow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Are you going to say bye? Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see ya.